Hey everyone, before I begin today's show, I want to take a minute and encourage you to check out today's sponsor, Museum Replicas. Museum Replicas was founded in 1985 to provide the most authentic battle-ready swords and armor to the public. They have a variety of products from the historical and fantasy themes of medieval, Greek, Roman, Renaissance, steampunk, Viking, and more. They've worked closely with many movie studios to make props and prop replicas for acclaimed movies such as Gladiator, Kingdom of Heaven, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and Lord of the Rings. Museum Replicas has a beautiful selection of swords, armor, and weapons of all kinds. And because you are a dedicated listener to this show, you can save 10% off your entire order when using the promo code VIKINGHIST. That's Viking H-I-S-T at museumreplicas.com. When it comes to swords and armor, Museum Replicas is the best of the best, and I highly encourage you to check them out. Welcome to the History of Vikings. Today I'll be presenting you with part two of my discussion on the Viking mentality with best-selling Norwegian novelist, blogger, and YouTuber Bjorn Andreas Bull Hansen. Bjorn, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Now, I'm very excited to just kind of pick up where we left off. In our last discussion, we talked a lot about how to live by the Norse values and how to embrace a true modern Viking mentality, or at least a, a Viking mentality in a modern uh, world. So what sorts of values should one embrace in order to live by the, the Norse mindset? Well, um, as I said in the uh, the last uh, last time, um, th there's a difference and uh, between... Uh, I think um, uh, the Viking mentality uh, a thousand years ago and uh, the Viking mentality today uh, just uh, I think it's important that we kind of uh, we are aware of that fact uh, now um, we can look at the sagas we can look at the myths and uh, try to understand uh, the mentality and learn from that and I think uh, Norse mythology the Norse uh, Viking if you will mentality is is uh, one of the best those values are very um, they can give you a better life that that's that's what I think it's not for everyone but but for most people I think it's a good way to live. It's a good way to. It's a good set of rules, if we can call it that. Mm. So I think last time we spoke about uh, uh, we spoke a little bit about the, the 
difficulties of living by these values uh, in the modern society. And, um, and I mentioned, first of all, we're not, I think we shouldn't take uh, what we call the modern society too seriously because we really are just the same apes as we were a thousand years ago. Yeah. Um, and the rest is just, you know, we have maybe more advanced tools uh, that's the only difference. Um, and also, we shouldn't care so much about what other people think. Um, I would like to... I would like to uh, say... I, I know some people, they will say, oh, but the Vikings, they were dependent on their clan and their kin, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and they probably, in most cases, that's that's true. Now, I think um, it doesn't, you shouldn't care about what other people think. Um, And I don't think the Vikings did so much, but they did care about what their friends and their clan thought about them, you know? So there's a difference there between, uh, um, what I'm talking about is this sickness we see among people, especially young people today, they use social media a lot, you know, nothing nothing wrong about that, but they tend to be uh, extremely, uh, they care too much about what other people think, even people they don't, they've never met. So, you know, that's obviously not a good thing. No. No. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah. You need to stop me because I can, I can go on for hours about this. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Yeah, no, that's, that sounds... One thing that you mentioned, which is really interesting, and I think you're right, I'm curious, um, is this Viking mentality one that takes into account the um, opinions of your tribe, if you will, or your clan, or your your brotherhood, or sisterhood, or your, your you know close group of friends, uh, to put it in a more modern sense, or is this truly a a mentality of individualism, uh, one that focuses on self-betterment and, and bettering yourself? Well, there is, can be no doubt about that. It's, it's, the Viking mentality is about, it, it's a very, you know, the, the individualism, oh, oh sorry, I'm Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> that, that word is a bit uh, uh, difficult to pronounce uh, uh, for me it's uh, but you're right it's it's about um, it's not a collectivist mentality okay uh, some would disagree again but as I said uh, when I uh, just as I've already mentioned we're talking about the modern take on this not how it was a thousand years ago a thousand years ago, people would have been much more dependent on their clan and their kin. Mm. Um, and that being said, also, um, if we could just, you know, use the word, yeah, well, clan. Mm. We have clans today, um, but they are much smaller. Some people, they have, like, maybe only one or two other people in their lives, Um whom they trust and I think you should listen to those people we just need to understand that society today in 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 the western western civilization (laughs) 
is uh, it's not a clan-based um, society anymore. So things are a bit different. Yeah. And we need to adjust the Viking mentality and the, the mindset to that. Mm. Um, th- that that's the way I, I see it. Uh, and I have some other notes here uh, that yes. I didn't get to mention last time. So I, I thought if it's okay with you, I, I'll just mention these now and we'll we can talk a bit more closely uh, about each of them if we have time. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so on my my notes here, it says that, okay, I'll just list them. <clears throat> uh, being close to nature. Mm. Now, spiritually and physically. Now, this sounds like some new age thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not that at all. It's uh, it's just me saying it can be hard, at least for a prolonged prolonged period of time, to grasp the Viking mentality if you have no trees around you, if you have no connection to to nature. That's I think you know it's I know some people they because of work and studies and so on. It's very hard. They live in a city. They they don't get to go out into the woods or at sea yeah. often. So, but we should strive to be close to nature. And then one other thing. Uh, it's a bit. It's in contrast to what I just said. Maybe for some people, um, materialism. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yes. Yeah. Well. That was important to our, uh, to, to the Norse, uh, my ancestors, and I think it should be important to us as well. And I know <laughs> that that should provoke some people. Yeah. Um, um, I, I can explain that just with a few words. You know, it's not about getting more things; it's about um, understanding the value. Ownership and and having ownership of things. So one example would be if you're buying tools to make something, you buy nice tools and you keep those tools and you maintain those tools for maybe your whole life. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. And what people today think about think materialism is is buying a new TV every year uh-huh. that's obviously not a good thing no. you know um, and also <clears throat> I'm, I'm moving on here uh, being your own man that's a good American uh, expression <laughs> yes yeah, yeah not being dependent on anyone else I think that's a key feature of this mindset and again um, we are sometimes dependent on other people and the Norse uh, in their clan-based society, they were absolutely dependent on their uh, people around them, but um, they were not. Yeah, that's a big discussion. I'll leave that and I'll move on. <clears throat> yes, um, yeah, that's my next point here. Uh, I, I've written uh, clan and kin appreciate but not take advantage of. And then we move on to things like strength, valuing strength, uh, mental strength, physical strength, 
and uh, getting stronger, you know. Uh, that was an ideal uh, back then. I think it should be today as well. And we have something as strange as courage, <laughs> um, which I think lacks among people today, and it's sad to see that. And also, uh, last here on my list is assertiveness. Um, and I've written, as a side note, the Norse, they were not pacifist people. So I think it would be very difficult to um, live by Viking values <laughs> in a modern society if you also are a pacifist. Um, that's um, okay. I'll stop talking again. And that's not an um, not a complete list, but it's some notes. I know we have we haven't got uh, all night, so. Um, yeah. Is there anything here that you would like to talk more in yeah, detail that's, about? That's really interesting, and I think those points are, are really true. Um, what do you think is the biggest challenge or the greatest challenges that come uh, when embracing this lifestyle? Uh, do you mean when you have embraced it already, or the biggest challenge when it comes to getting into this if you're not into this and you are getting into this uh, or you want to so before or after that's a so good question speak. let's go with before though yeah okay uh well i think it depends on where you live um in norway it's not very difficult because you know the Vikings, everyone loves the Vikings, <laughs> here at least. Uh, but I've heard people have written to me from the USA, and they say that uh, one guy said, or was it a woman? I can't remember now. But, but anyway, uh, let's say it's, it was a man, and he said, uh, I was wearing the Mjernley necklace on, uh, uh, at work, and some some woman said, uh, oh, are you a racist? <laughs> you know, that's, to me, that's, that's very strange. And it's very, uh, it's, it's very, uh, I don't understand that at all. Where's the connection? <laughs> and, and, uh, so getting past those, um, what's the word again? People are prejudiced. Towards Viking or Norse values, I guess some at least in some places. So getting past that would be one challenge. Um, and also, I think I see people getting into this mindset. They struggle with getting. They think they need to understand everything. They need to get everything completely right. Um, and they some get hung up with. The rituals and how things are supposed to look and uh, oh am I reading this uh, uh, this uh, this poem uh, in the correct way and all that yeah yeah and they never some people I'm afraid they never get past that because they think it's complicated and uh, for instance Norse mythology is complicated it's not it's not easy to understand, and uh, I think myself, I, I, I will never fully understand it. Mm 
which makes it extremely fascinating, of course. So you have some obstacles there. Um, and there are more as well, I guess. So what do you think the the biggest obstacles are when you do embrace it and you are already living the lifestyle and perhaps obstacles that you've encountered yourself? Yeah, well, um, I've listed some, um, some things here, you know, that I myself find to be the key features of this lifestyle and this way of thinking. Um, and what I find is that it provokes people because you go against, in many ways, you go the opposite way of how society or where the society as a as whole is moving. Um, so you need to be unafraid of provoking people. Uh, myself, I, I, I don't care and uh, maybe I'm, I'm lucky because, you know, I... I I, I live here in Norway, and uh, not everything is okay in Norway, but at least, uh, I guess, it, we're not, uh, well, it's easier in many ways, I guess, uh, than in other places. I think, uh, so you need to be prepared to be a person who provokes other people. Um, and some people mention this, uh, people are prejudiced about the racism thing. I don't think that's a big thing. I think it's just something that's being mentioned uh, quite a lot because it's so surprising. Um, you know, it is surprising, and it's always surprising to me to hear about that. Um, I think also, um, well, I think... Um, being close to nature is something that many people struggle with because I've, and also it's a bit surprising to me, many people, especially young people, they find nature scary. Uh, you know, it's basic things like being afraid of the dark. And, uh, and I'm laughing. I shouldn't be laughing because I, I, I myself, I was lucky. I, I grew up... Uh, close to nature so it's it's always been there you know but if you grow up in a city it's all new so um and you need time to adjust and so on so that could be an obstacle as well i guess yeah yeah definitely definitely wow now one thing this is kind of a side note but um and perhaps we even talked about this in our last interview the first one that we did but I just, I'm so fascinated by it. I mean, I, I guess I understand it, but just this uh, phenomenon, this sweeping wave of uh, popularity that the Vikings have had uh, across really the world. Um, I mean, certainly, you know, a lot of people um, don't really get into the lifestyle, but I think many, many do because of it. Um, and it's just so fascinating. I remember I watched the lecture that you gave um, at the uh, medieval festival, and you were talking about. Oh, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and you were talking about how people uh, you've you know people who they make their entire living off of you know making Mjolnir pendants and and that thing. Hmm. People from Australia and all over the world. So that's just fascinating to me. Hey guys, a little while ago I told you about museum replicas. 
the company responsible for supplying the weapons in many acclaimed films such as Gladiator, Lord of the Rings, and Harry Potter. Museum Replicas has a wide variety of Viking products, but right now I'm going to take a moment and tell you about two of my favorite. The Viking Ulfbert Sword is their most popular Viking sword. This sword is made in high-quality 1065 carbon steel with excellent balance. The grip is made from wood wrapped in leather with a beautiful steel crossguard. This sword is absolutely brilliant, and I encourage you all to go check it out. My second favorite Viking sword of Museum Replicas is the Ashdown Viking Sword. This is the sword of Alfred the Great, who led the army of King Ethelred of Wessex to a glorious victory against the invading Danish army. This sword signifies the main sword used by him during this decisive battle. Again, made in high-quality 1065 carbon steel, this sword is lavishly decorated and absolutely beautiful. You can save 10% off your entire order when you go to museumreplicas.com and enter the promo code VIKINGHIST. That's VIKING, V-I-K-I-N-G, HIST, H-I-S-T, and that's short for history. I encourage you all to go to museumreplicas.com and save 10% off your order when using the code VIKINGHIST. It is. It's extremely fascinating. Um, and I think it's, it's, the, it's the best thing I've seen. It's the best thing I've seen happen in, 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 you know, in my whole adult life, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I, was I was waiting, waiting for, for this, this to happen, happen all through my childhood, childhood you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, that's incredible. It's, it's an alternative, alternative to a to a lot of things we see happen in societies we live in, I guess. Another thing that I found uh, that perhaps could be difficult for those embracing this lifestyle is... Um, I found that people who embrace this lifestyle don't really complain that often. Uh, they don't really whine and complain about the current yes. bad mm -hmm. things happening. Uh, and it can be discouraging when it seems like you're surrounded by negativity and people complaining about everything. I mean, certainly politics, um, but, but just everything, really, you know? And I found that these people... Yes. Uh, don't feel the need to complain, which is a very positive thing, I would say. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, That's a very good point and a good observation. And I, I see the same. And, uh, you know, complaining is a bit, um, I guess, when you have this life, live this lifestyle, you don't see the point in complaining. You need to fix things yourself, you know. Um, so, but, but it's, it's, it is kind of sickening to see all, you know, the people complaining. Some, Some people have a reason to complain, but most people, they don't. Um, what, what, what is that expression? First world problems? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, that's, that's, um, yeah, really, really interesting. Uh, and it makes perfect sense, but... Um, those people who complain, obviously, they are very judgmental, and those are the very people who uh, will, you know, ridicule this lifestyle to begin with because it, it doesn't fit their um, ideal for the world. And I've also found that um, those people are very controlling in that they feel that they, they need ownership of history, you know? Oh yes. They mm. they own 
history and they own the Viking Age simply because they've read all of the books about it and they know everything about it. And if you uh, say something that doesn't fit their their ideal for that, then you're an idiot, you know, and you're just making things up. Mm. Yeah, that's, uh, I've seen a lot of that. And, uh, and uh, you know, we, in Norway, we have this, this this uh, janteloven, the law of jante. <laughs> it's uh, it means that you shouldn't. It's a thing you know here when you shouldn't think that you're better than anyone. You shouldn't and all that. Um, uh, yes, I've seen people claiming ownership of the Viking Age, but I have never seen. Um, actually, working professionals mm-hmm. um, do that. Right. Uh, you know, they, they, they tend to be less um, prone to absolutism. No, I need I need to stop using these complicated words that I can't pronounce. <laughs> no, they they because they know if you're an archaeologist, you know that there are very few few absolute, absolute truths about things, things that happened a thousand years ago. ago. There, there are some, but not that as many as people tend to think. Yes. So, so I, I like communicating with uh, professionals, uh, especially, especially archaeologists. Uh, they, they tend to be more open to, to, to the fact that we don't, there are lots of things we don't know. Um, I see, sadly, a lot of this, this uh, wanting to own the Viking Age. I see it a lot in the reenactment on the reenactment scene. It's very sad. There are some people, you know, they think they know everything. Normally, they don't know so much at all, and uh, they will criticize other people. And it's it's not nice. It's not nice at all. Uh, I think it's important to be inclusive uh, because. This mentality has a lot to offer to many people, and I've had emails, several emails actually from people who are telling me that this mentality lifted them up and out of very dark places. And they, 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 they I'm sure that you have always, people have reached out to you as well telling that story. Because, because it offers an alternative, and it basically it says you need to fix things yourself. Yeah. Don't expect anyone else to do it. And for some people, especially those who are a bit younger than, than me, uh, I guess they've grown up being told that they deserve and they things they, 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 they things will be fixed for them, you know, and then they enter adult, adult life, life and that's not how the world works mm-hmm. so, <laughs> no. yeah yeah no i agree uh wholeheartedly um absolutely absolutely now i was gonna add one more thing that i just i think that's such a great story that you told um in that that blog article you know the day odin gave me a blanket and mm. Would you mind sharing that story uh, here today? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I can do that. Uh, now, I, I was in a dark place myself 
quite a few years ago now. And uh, I found myself uh, in my car one night, and it was very cold. It was here in Norway in during winter. Um, a few years before that, I had uh, my, my dog died, and it was a rescue dog, and it uh, he was called Odin. Um, I, I didn't name him Odin. Um, he, that, that was the name he, he had uh, when he came to us, to, to our, our home. Uh, his, I'm, I'm sentimental, so his blanket was still in the car. And uh, um, I was, in, you know, uh, not doing so well. And I thought, I'm very cold. I'm freezing. And I got this idea, you know, if I can improve one thing, I will be better off after I've improved that one thing than I was before. It's, you know, obviously. So I took the blanket and wrapped it around my legs. And I was a bit warmer. And that, you know, made me think, now, if I can improve, improve one thing in my life, maybe I can improve two things. And, and I started thinking, thinking what's, what's the next thing I can improve? Uh, I won't get into details, but the thing is, <clears throat> if you try to improve one more thing, and then one more thing, and then one more thing, and then one more thing, you end up um, basically getting a good life. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and, and again, it's because, because I'm a bit sentimental, sentimental and, and I thought, you know, um, this, this is hard for me now, it's hard for me to, to talk about it, but, but, but basically, uh, my dog Odin gave me the blankets, and uh, we all know Odin, we, we know what Odin stands for in Norse mythology, I thought, I thought there was kind of a, some lines, the intertwining lines. lines. Can I use that expression? Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it makes you think, think you know, my dog, dog was called Odin. I didn't call him Odin. He was already named that. And that blanket started a, a, a mental process, a, 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 a mental journey. Yeah. And... It kind of started something that just continued, and it has never stopped. So I'm, I'm trying to improve things every day. No, that's such a, a remarkable story. And uh, I remember when I first read that, I was that really, you know, benefited my life as well because I thought, wow, if I could just improve one thing at a time. That's that's the way to do it, and uh, that has certainly helped me. I have to tell you that story, and I shared it uh, with a lot of my friends, and they thought the same thing. Uh, they really enjoyed reading it, so so thank you for that. I really appreciate that. Well, that's, that's good, good to hear. hear. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Yeah, well, I guess the last thing, and this is just another observation uh, that I've found, is sort of this this Viking spirit or... Viking mentality, you know, I think it's one of 
ingenuity and entrepreneurialism as well. Yes, yes, yes. yes. that should have been, been on my list. list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like um, you know, and that that can certainly look differently for different people. Uh, it doesn't mean you know owning a factory where you make a bunch of products and then sell them, although it could. Um, it's just you know doing things yourself and persevering, and especially in terms of um creating your own life for yourself and i know many people who embrace this lifestyle um are their own bosses in that they own their own mm -hmm. businesses and that they work for themselves um and i think that's that's really a noble attribute yes, yes absolutely. absolutely and uh, you, you know, know when well, well the viking, viking age started because it, it could uh, uh that's that's the way, way i see it, it because, because they found out how to transform that uh, fluffy stuff on the sheep into sails. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, maybe not everyone was so happy about that fact, but at least that's, you know, the, the inventiveness of that. You know, it's, it's quite remarkable. And uh, so it's, it should have been on my list. And we need to continue that. We uh, and, and here's another problem, problem with society today. I think it's really stagnant. Yeah. Um, and we think that we get a new phone. Oh, it's the best phone ever. Uh, it's not really a big change. You know, it's, it's a bit stagnant, uh, the, the society around us today. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I'm not an expert on, on technology, but uh, that's the impression I get. Um, and as you say, um, the ideal, you know, being your own man and being Finding ways to make your own, well, running your own business, uh, selling something. We all, in some way or the other, need to sell something. Might be our time or some product. So that's that's what we all do. So inventiveness, um, yeah, absolutely. That's that's a very good point. Absolutely. Yes, that's absolutely, absolutely remarkable. Well, thank you so much uh, again, Bjorn, for joining me. I've absolutely loved having you on, and I know that everyone listening, uh, I, I think it's fair for me to speak for them and say that they have too. So I'll certainly put a link again to uh, your blog and your YouTube channel and your novel, Yams Viking, in the description below. But thank you so much for joining me today. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. If you enjoyed this episode of The History of Vikings... Do me a favor, write me a five-star review. You can always feel free to contact me via my email address in the link or in the description below. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you have a great day. Join us right here next week on the History of Viking.